Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Today's episode is brought to you by West Holm. We all know from home cooks to restaurant chefs to eating enthusiasts that the quality of your ingredients makes all the difference, especially when it comes to meat. West Holm, which is based in Queensland in the Northern Territory, Australia, is working with the land to create nature-led Australian Wagyu. They steward 16 million acres of rangeland, guided by the natural ecosystem where their cattle thrive. The result is high-quality Wagyu beef that reflects the terroir of Northern Australia and a flavor suited to complement any cuisine. West Holm believes that when nature leads, flavor follows. Learn more at westholm.com slash savor. That's W-E-S-T-H-O-L-M-E dot com slash saver. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM, let's create. Hello and welcome to Saver, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today we've got more listener mail for you. Yes, because you listeners continue to be the best. So delightful all the time. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, the pet pictures, always oh. great. The, the stories, I it, it brings us so much joy. <laughs> Continually, thank you. Um, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So we wanted to we wanted to read um, a bunch of these, and we've also we've also got some like like physical mail. Yes, to report on. I know it's very exciting. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is. I mean, it's all exciting. All of it. Yes. You can't you can't put a you can't put a put a price on exciting. No, no, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> And I'm excited to talk about uh, mac and cheese, which a lot of you wrote in about. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, starting with Ren. I'm a longtime listener, and I love your show. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I was listening to your mac and cheese episode and just had to share. Like you, the microwavable craft cups were a staple of my college experience until my then-boyfriend, now-husband's roommate, decided to make one for dinner. He forgot to add water and just placed the dry pasta and cheese powder-filled cup into oh, the microwave. Oh, no. If you've never smelled burning pasta and cheese powder, 
be thankful. <laughs> you could smell it not only down the hallway, but several floors down into the lobby of the dorm hall. Needless to say, the microwave cups were ruined for me and my boyfriend from then on. Also, you're not alone in your pictures at meals awkwardness. In the before times, my family went on a cruise, and every a la carte restaurant on the boat had a roving photographer. My family isn't really the type for formal photos, so we would politely decline. The photographers always seem to get very offended by this. Apparently, they work on commission. At least that's what we were told. And our refusal made their numbers go down. Maybe your princesses had a similar situation. This is what I suspect. I suspect that it was part of their job description to visit every table. Yeah, and that's why, like, at a certain point, we were just like, yeah, we'll take a picture. We're not trying to cause any trouble. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Princess dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Like we would, uh, yes, Ariel, if this will make you happy, we want, we, we want what you want. I want that for you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to post some of those because they're very, very funny in that I am like in my running gear. (laughs) Very awkward. And again, I'm just normal Lauren awkward. Uh, So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's pretty, it's pretty high quality. Yeah, yeah. And then related to the the microwave fiasco, (laughs) I had a similar one in college because I went uh, to Georgia Tech and I was the only girl on the floor. And one time I made cookies and then I kid you not, like, someone knocked at my door and there's a line of dudes wanting <laughs> some cookies. And <laughs> so wow. the the guy who lived across the hall from me, we were really good friends, and he tried to make me, um, it was like three in the morning, and he got the idea to make me a cookie in thanks. Uh-huh. And the next thing we know, the building's being evacuated because oh, no. he <laughs> didn't take it out of the packaging at all. Like, he, it was really easy. You just microwaved it, but you had to remove the packaging. Oh. <laughs> and he started a fire, and we were outside until 5 in the morning, and no one was happy. <laughs> wow. And I didn't get a cookie. And you didn't? Right. Oh, yeah. No, you wouldn't yeah. have wanted that particular no. cookie. No. No, I wouldn't have. And in fact, <laughs> later, when he told me what kind of cookie it was, I, I was like, I don't like caramel. So this actually worked oh, out perfect for yeah. me. <laughs> other than the waiting <laughs> other outside than on the a test day. that was fire the and the 5 a.m. Yeah, other than yeah. the fire and the evacuating. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I, do, I do not have any stories to rival that. But I will read one. From Jenna. Jenna wrote, Thank you for the mac and cheese episode. It brought back fond memories of cooking for children, especially my niece and nephew and my friend's kids. My niece and nephew liked a good old craft mac and cheese with sides of hot dogs and baked beans. I remember almost starting a war when my friend's twin boys were offered mac and cheese and hot dogs, and their mom said it had to be one or the other. And of course, one said hot dogs and the other said mac and cheese. It was a tense moment for all, but mac and cheese was the winner that day. My niece and nephew are in high school now, but we'll still eat it, and so will I. On a related note, when I was a baby, my mom put cut-up slices of hot dog on my high chair tray and then left the room uh, to go rooting in the pantry for something. While she was gone, my older brother ate all my hot dog pieces. Naturally, I was outraged and yelled and cried, but didn't get any more food. Don't worry, though. As I later threw the Wood Play School telephone at him, so we were even, we still talk about this. <laughs> Kid politics, you know. Right? Don't, <laughs> you eat my hot dogs, you get a Play School phone to the head. You do. <laughs> that's that, that's them's how it goes. the rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. <laughs> I am very familiar with this food wars with siblings. Uh, many battles have been waged. Oh, as, as an only child, I feel like I, I missed out on so, so many wars of childhood. Oh, gosh. The passive-aggressive notes. The leaving behind of a container of empty food so you know that someone will excitedly reach for it and then find <laughs> nothing in there. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, have, I have had uh, roommates at various levels of sobriety, which uh, can, um, can certainly lead to, like, similar, probably accidental mm. <laughs> occurrences. <laughs> Oh, this was no accident. <laughs> My older brother did that on purpose. <laughs> and yeah, you, you remember years and years can pass. And you're like, remember when you ate the last piece of chocolate pie and left the container in the refrigerator? Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, it's a good thing that we don't have any play school telephones on hand. That's right. That's right. Very fortunate for all. Um, so now we want to read some Guinness mm. letters that we got. Mm -hmm. So many of you wrote in about Guinness. I love it. Yeah. Lisa wrote, I just listened to your Guinness episode, and there was one more Guinness is good for you fact that I'm fairly certain you will enjoy. Here in Ireland, there is still a wide misconception that Guinness contains lots of iron. My boyfriend's dad bought himself a case when he discovered he was a bit anemic and drank one per day as if it was medicinal. <laughs> Not too long ago, glasses of Guinness were even given to blood donors after their donations by medical professionals in the same way Americans get cookies and juice. My boyfriend, an intelligent Irishman in his late 30s, still refuses to accept that Guinness really doesn't have very much iron in it at all, even after I made him look at the nutrition information and showed him articles about it online. Guinness is a very serious topic here in Ireland, and there are so many other things I could say about it. For example, the perfect pint process is not just a marketing thing mm. for the company. People <laughs> here take that very seriously, and it's not uncommon to hear people here discussing that one time when they were in New York and the bartender pulled their pint all in one go— Blasphemy. <laughs> it's also common for people to rate pubs based on the quality of their Guinness, as in, have you been to that trendy new pub in town yet? Oh, God, yeah, I have shite Guinness in there. Or <laughs> Browns might not be the cleanest or most comfortable pub, but they do a really nice pint. It's also about how fresh the kegs are and how clean the lines are kept, but the pour itself is a huge factor, and it's absolutely not made up. I'm 100% on board with this one. <laughs> Our local pub has four bartenders, and my boyfriend and I will intentionally wait for the one guy who pulls the best pint before ordering. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed those Irishy tidbits. I'm originally from California, but have been living in Ireland for eight years. I haven't been home in over a year now due to the pandemic, and your voices help me feel a little closer to my loved ones thousands of miles away. Thank you for the wonderful podcast. If you're ever in Dublin, I'd love to take you guys out for the best pint in Dublin. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> yes. All of that is so great. That, that is so great. It is. I, and I am, I mean, you know, I cannot speak to the scientific accuracy of this, but I'm willing to accept when I am culturally wrong. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that. I love calling out. <laughs> 
Like people <laughs> don't do the the four correctly and waiting for the the best one, the best yeah. person for it. That is so excellent. And this whole iron in Guinness. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Vegemite or, or, or Marmite, sure, but not not Guinness. Not Guinness. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, am I lying about Vegemite and Marmite right now? Like, I'm, no, it's got B vitamins. Does it have any iron? I have no idea. Anyway, okay, yeah. Amy wrote, It is my habit for St. Patrick's Day week to enjoy Irish music and remembered the song General Guinness while listening to your Guinness episode. Knowing how much you like food poetry, I thought I would send you the lyrics to the song. Here's a sample. He's good old General Guinness. He's a soldier strong and stout. He's found on every bottle front, and he can't be done without. His noble name has worldwide fame, deserves three hearty cheers. Hurrah for General Guinness of the Dublin Boozeliers. Excellent. <laughs> uh, bottle I've, front. <laughs> Boozeliers. <laughs> I've never heard Boozeliers in my life. <laughs> and it's excellent. That is it's, so good. Yeah. And this has this song has many more lyrics. So I, I highly recommend go search it out. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like a good chuckle. Mm-hmm. Or food poetry. Who can get enough food poetry in their life? Certainly Nobody. not us. Yeah. Nope. No way. Um, and then we wanted to read this one from Lauren. Long-time listener, first-time writer. I have always wanted to say that, but have never had the opportunity until now. So, uh-huh. hey, there you go. Hmm. I know both of your affinity for The Simpsons, which led me to write into you. In this current season of The Simpsons, there was an episode that took place in Cincinnati. As someone who grew up in Cincinnati, I was very excited, obviously, but by the end of the episode, grew deeply disappointed by the portrayal of our infamous Cincinnati-style chili. For those that do not know what Cincinnati-style chili is, it is a brown-spiced meat sauce served over spaghetti pasta topped with cheddar cheese. That is the basic version, but additional toppings include onions, beans, and sometimes black olives. Okay, back to the controversy. Everyone knows who's grown up here in Cincinnati that Cincinnati-style chili is not served in a, quote, great big bowl. It's served on an oval-shaped plate with a lip to it. Not to mention, Uh there's a strong debate on whether Skyline or Gold Star Chili is better. I personally believe Skyline is better. It is the original brand of Cincinnati-style chili. It has strong Greek influences, similar to a moussaka, and the first location of the restaurant was on Mount Lookout, having a great view overseeing the city. Thus the name... Skyline Chili. Thank you for helping me write this misinformation. I hope that Cincinnati-style chili could be an episode topic someday. Ooh. <laughs> chili-based controversy with a mix of the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I'm into it. I can't say I've heard of this style. I love that the bowl is so <laughs> key to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's it's definitely, it is definitely not in a bowl. It is, right, it is a plate of spaghetti on top of which you have the chili, on top of which you have the cheddar cheese. That's what you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that makes sense because it's a sauce distribution to the yeah. noodles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Savor podcast on the case on <laughs> Simpsons-based. Simpsons-based. Chili controversy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We do have more listener mail for you. Uh, But first, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Westholm. 
I'm a person who doesn't really cook with a lot of meat, to be honest, because when I do, I want it to be special. I'm the same, and I do love sharing that food with people. And I have to say, we received some product, some steak, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I am very eager to share it with my friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, West Holm sent us uh, a few of their products, and they included these gorgeous, gigantic tomahawk steaks that I, like, opened the box and immediately sent a picture to my best grilling friend, like, hang out soon. <laughs> yes, I did too. <laughs> Westholm offers these beautifully marbled steaks because they have 16 million acres of rangeland across the northeast corner of Australia, from Brisbane to Darwin. They use a nature-led approach with the belief that if they balance the needs of their cattle with the needs of their environment, both can thrive. Their cattle graze on native grasses like Mitchell grass, which is found only in Australia, and roam wild, foraging at will for the first two to three years of their lives. The result is Wagyu beef that reflects the terroir of northern Australia, and a quality that would complement whatever you're into cooking right now. Westholm believes that when nature leads, flavor follows. Learn more at westholm.com slash savor. That's W-E-S-T-H-O-L-M-E dot -E com slash savor. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks. But I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a saver team trip yeah. together. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this is, yeah. this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go. And I'm hungry. No me passport too. is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So, yes, as we hinted at at the top... Or flat out said, I guess this was really a hint. Uh, we do have some <laughs> handwritten messages that we want to read. Mm -hmm. And in a note here, very, very sorry if we don't include yours. Um, I'm actually a very sentimental person. And they're scattered all over the place in my oh. apartment and in the office. Yeah. I, I, I keep them. I have them. I just might not know where they are. 
Exactly. Yeah, um. I yes, I believe I have like a like a file folder in my desk drawer at work that is like lovely pieces of physical mail from human people. So yes, it's, yes, yes. We are we are still coming to you from our home offices. Yeah, office was in scare quotes there. If you couldn't tell. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to the office since March 12th, and I oh wow of like concerns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've I've been by a couple times. I've dropped by a couple times, but um, but in, including to pick up some of these things. So uh, so yeah, let's get yes. into it. Yes. Um. Oh, but also, yeah, your mail is wonky right now. People probably know. Oh so right. We might not have gotten it something if you sent it yet, but I have faith that it will arrive. I have faith. That too. Yes. 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 Okay. So Ashley sent us a box of chocolates and coffees and hot sauces, among other things, with this note. I just want to send you guys a little box for my launch of B-I-T-E Bite Box because you have been such an inspiration. This idea was born over six years ago and your work at Saber Podcast gave me the confidence that there are enough people out there curious about food and the stories behind them to make this happen. I hope you enjoy the goodies and please share it with your friends. The box supports small artisans and is designed to get people out exploring the world around them safely, of course. Oh, yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was very, very lovely. Uh, it came with like a little booklet. And yes, we did share. We share. We we're sharing. We're here. we're pretty we're pretty good at sharing. Yes. <laughs> pretty pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like that little little asterisk, you know. Generally pretty good. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh Shelly, who is the head roaster at Rome Roasters, sent us a couple bags of coffee and wrote, um, I know it's been a while since you mentioned running out of coffee, but I hope this holds you over for a bit. After I bagged up the coffee, I realized I should have asked if you prefer whole beans or ground. Uh, since the whole bean will preserve flavors and freshness, that is what I'm sending. I hope you enjoy it and that you have a way to grind it. <laughs> yes, that's so kind of you. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I coffee is the thing and there's been talks that there's going to be another coffee shortage and that's the thing I get most nervous about when I'm like uh-oh getting low I'm getting low yeah <laughs> yeah and my, my household goes through y'all quite a bit of coffee and so it is a very real thing that like all all of us are just like are just like okay if you're going to go out get more coffee you've got to get the coffee <laughs> I don't care where you're going. Stop for coffee. <laughs> so it is always extremely welcome. Yes, thank you. And smells amazing. I've not opened that bag yet, but I will very shortly. Yes. And uh, yes, I do have a way to grind it, and I'm assuming that you do too. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, whole bean, always preferred. Um, I, I have a very specific level of grind that I like. <gasps> and also, I do prefer French press, so it's, so it's, it's right. I get very titchy. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can hear it in your voice about my grind. <laughs> You're immediately like, okay, it's a very oh, personal thing. It is. I haven't really <laughs> thought about the level of grind. I guess I got a lot of experimenting to do. <laughs> Mary sent us, including the super producers, uh, an amazing assortment of crocheted foods like a pineapple and an eggplant and scarves. 
and Green Chilies asking us to do an episode on them, quote, bribery included. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The envelope read, pineapple enclosed will not explode. (laughs) And then the note read, all caps, keep the puns coming. (laughs) They make my day. Listening is always a treat. When you read my daughter's listener mail, my daughter freaked out. She asked how you knew about Shelly, the snail, and Shelly Jr. It was a wonderful lesson in media. Currently, (laughs) we are waiting for our ladybug pupa to hatch. Yes, a ladybug larva decided to stop and make a pupa on our porch. We made a protective enclosure with pipe cleaners and cheesecloths. Oh, that is so adorable. Oh, that's so so cute. Oh, yes. 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 The crocheted fruit was amazing. Yeah. Scarves. Um Yeah, my yeah. my eggplant is on is on my bookshelf. It it makes me makes me super happy. Yeah. My pineapple is regally set on top of some books. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And yeah, Shelly, I'm glad to hear Shelly's doing because we got another update about it and Shelly is still doing all right. So Oh, that's, that's good. Great. That's good. I I, I can't I can't remember if I sent in this this official update or not. I am sorry to say that um that that my my snail Felix has um slithered off this uh mortal coil. Mm. But she is survived by over 40 babies. Um <laughs> so so I'm still wow. Chock full of snails. <laughs> Every time I count them, I realize that there are more than I thought before. Um, so I'm just going with over 40. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, have named them all, correct? <laughs> <laughs> no. You can I'm, tell them apart. <laughs> I have named none of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're all they're all golden. The the original two parent snails, one was uh one was gray and one was uh orange and so i assumed that they would be a mix of color nah they're all they're all orange snails um yeah oh boy well it's gonna be tough this was a very fun D session because we were just about to start and um lauren was oh. <laughs> like running up and down and like the snail yeah. so many and we were yeah. like yes well, <laughs> Yeah, because I I realized I I think I'd like like yeah like I had like gone downstairs to to grab a drink and came and like walked by the fish tank and I was like, are those dozens upon dozens of tiny heckin' snails? I didn't realize that there were that there was a new egg sac that had hatched. Holy f! And so yeah, like there was I yeah y'all got to see my like completely unadulterated. <laughs> joy of baby snails (laughs) and then you tried to take pictures but they were so small it was like it didn't work yeah it couldn't focus on them because they were so tiny (laughs) oh gosh they are quite big now they're like they're like at least like pinky joint sized so wow much bigger wow Proud owner of 40 plus <laughs> snails that all look alike. Co- COVID <laughs> is really preventing me from distributing these snails the way that I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone you know in your life is going to get a snail. <laughs> I've seriously tried to talk so many people into getting, I'm like, just get like a little like five gallon tank. It's so easy to take care of. <laughs> It's pretty. They're on sale right now. You, we can. I can. I can help you find one. 
<laughs> we can make this happen. <laughs> I can give you 12 to 15 snails today. <laughs> What'll it take to get you a <laughs> five-gallon aquarium today? <laughs> Don't put don't put twelve to fifteen snails in a five gallon aquarium, please. They they I mean they'd be fine probably, but they'd want a little bit more space than that. Anyway, uh, snail updates. Um. <laughs> I'm glad to hear they're doing well. <laughs> um, and yeah, thanks as always for uh, the pet pictures. Yes, and um, yeah, we love them and we love the names. You all are so creative, and it's. It always brightens our day. <laughs> it really does. Oh, goodness. Um, and, and speaking of, uh, uh, Jessica sent over um, some super cute calendars with dim sum illustrations and a few sets of uh, food miniatures, like, you know, like the little, like, Japanese blind box food miniatures. Uh, also, uh, a nice letter and a photograph of her cat, Princess Chicken Nugget, uh, who oh. <laughs> is a heckin' regal buddy indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at that floof. I love her. Mm-hmm. And the name. Excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, she specified that they usually call her Nugget. Surprisingly, she says, one of my friends was upset by the name because she didn't want to associate Chicken McNuggets with my cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't type up the letter, so if you hear me rustling papers, that's that's why. So, uh, so she wrote, "Dear Annie and Lauren and Dylan and Andrew, first off, thank you for bringing the Saver Podcast to life. I've been listening to you guys since the beginning. I listen to you guys while cooking, baking, working, and during long commutes and drives. I love learning about food-related facts. I spring random facts on family and friends, and now I feel like they have branded me as the foodie of the gang." When my family and I visited the Canadian East Coast, I played a couple of your episodes. My dad liked it so much, he kept quoting lobster facts back at us as we (laughs) ate lobster rolls. When I do chores and long and tedious tasks at work, I love listening to your banter. Sometimes it'll make me laugh out loud, which is really awkward in the office. (laughs) Second off, I saw these beautiful dim sum calendars uh, by Lichia Lu of uh, Gotamago. I want to share these and my love of dim sum with you guys. I'm sorry that they will most definitely be arriving late. (laughs) Between (laughs) waiting for stock and mail and whatnot, anyway, I've assembled a few of my favorite snacks and miniature food collectibles. I don't have too much to comment on, uh, but I was wondering if you guys could do an episode on dim sum and maybe food miniatures and or food models like the ones in storefronts in Japan. I know you guys briefly mentioned dim sum before, but I think it's pretty fantastic. Growing up in the Toronto area, I've been blessed with a great selection of dim sum. If you ever get a chance, you should definitely come to Toronto for our amazing food scene. Thanks for all your work. I look forward to all your episodes with good cheer, Jessica. Um. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. So sweet. <laughs> Goodness. Yes. Absolutely to dim sum. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I. It's been, like, on our list for a really long time, and I keep looking at it and going, like, oh, it's too much for today. And I hate, and I will have too many cravings, and I cannot. The craving, it. I'm all. I'm nervous too. I'm nervous about yeah. that aspect of it. But also, yes, the miniatures, and I. I love that. <laughs> your dad was quoting back. Yes, <laughs> lobster facts while you were eating lobster. That's so fantastic. <laughs> It feels like a very dad thing. To that do. that does. Yes, that is probably the most dad thing. 
<laughs> Rose sent us a bunch of Kit Kats, like a bunch of Kit Kats. Oh, um, yeah. She snacks. does this sometimes, and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Um, and Hoshigaki. Yeah. She wrote, please enjoy the fall and winter seasonal Kit Kats. Also, I'm listening to your podcast about persimmons. I happen to be shopping at Seattle's Uwajimaya, and they just so happen to have just received their annual shipment of dried persimmons. So here you go. Um, these are grown and dried locally. Seattle and much of the West Coast had a number of Japanese farmers until World War II. The orchards and farms they had still exist, mostly. These persimmons are a result of that history. P.S. Sorry, I could not figure out how to ship fish cakes. <laughs> um, P.P.S.S. The crackers are called kakatane, which means persimmon seeds in Japanese. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was an exciting shipment. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And I have this, this box of Kit Kats living under my desk. That's not where I usually keep all of my Kit Kats. I've put it there. For this episode. Mm. hmm I swear. Sure. I- <laughs> okay. I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, as, as we discussed in our Kit Kat episode, um, the company makes all kinds of amazing flavors in Japan. And I'll have to photograph some of them, but there's like salt lychee in here. And this one is entirely in Japanese, so I'm not sure what it is, but it looks like maybe like an anpan, like a little red bean bun flavor. Mm, yeah. um, there's one that's sparkling wine with strawberry. Uh, Whoa. Right? Right? Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, there's a Halloween-themed one that's apple pie-flavored. Yes. Um, and chestnut? Yeah. It's so... Yeah, uh, the, the the first time that a shipment of Kit Kats like this from Rose happened, um, we were still, it was pre-COVID, we were still in the office, and, like, we just, like, opened it up, and we're like, okay, who's here and wants Kit Kats? And, like, we just had this, like, big, like, this, like, massive Kit Kat tasting party amongst yeah. a bunch of <laughs> the producers. It was pretty, it was pretty fabulous. It was lovely. It was lovely. And I also like how it felt kind of... <laughs> It, like classy or something like we were like oh yes i detect notes of <laughs> right. said matcha you're like, like you're like you can really taste the bitter orange in this one yes yeah. mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. was really delightful <laughs> <laughs> so thank you thank you so much for sending that yes yes jason who is our contact at wicked weed brewing um and who you may have heard in some of our Asheville episodes in the way, way back. Goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, Still sends us care packages sometimes. Um, He's their warehouse manager, a.k.a. their Holland Ball and Barrel Baron. Um, And uh, uh, yeah, so so recent recent shipment included um, a bunch of really fun stuff from um, from their Funkatorium, um, a rosé wine. I didn't know that uh, Wicked Weed had gotten into winemaking, but apparently they have. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Their artwork is always pretty, pretty awesome. Dude, they oh. do a good job all around. I, I do highly recommend uh, Wicked Weed, not just because they send us free stuff. But, um, <laughs> that is nice. <laughs> but it is nice. Very much appreciated. Yeah, especially if y'all are into um, uh, sours. They do, their, their Funkatorium brews are, are pretty, pretty spectacular. Yes. Um, and then we wanted to shout out Jamie, who has sent a few care packages 
through this pandemic, and they are always lovely and very thoughtful and have snacks like Pocky and lots of uh, these, like, wonderful wasabi things. Oh, my gosh. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, seasonings and curry mixes and beautiful stationery and artwork that features pigeons saying some varying versions of f- uh, <laughs> by artist Felicia Chow. <laughs> I think she captured our sensibility when it comes I think, to art. I think, yes. I, I that, that was a very savvy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was on. like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, this is me. <laughs> this is how I feel. <laughs> this pigeon knows how I feel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's lovely and cheers me up every time I see it. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's uh, very much appreciated as well. Mm-hmm. And we do have a little bit more for you. We do, but first we've got one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Westholm. I'm a person who doesn't really cook with a lot of meat, to be honest, because when I do, I want it to be special. I'm the same, and I do love sharing that food with people. And I have to say, we received some product, some steak, mm-hmm. and I am very eager to share it with my friends. Yeah, uh, West Holm sent us uh, a few of their products, and they included these gorgeous, gigantic tomahawk steaks that I, like, opened the box and immediately sent a picture to my best grilling friend, like, hang out soon. Yes, I did too. <laughs> Westholm offers these beautifully marbled steaks because they have 16 million acres of rangeland across the northeast corner of Australia, from Brisbane to Darwin. They use a nature-led approach with the belief that if they balance the needs of their cattle with the needs of their environment, both can thrive. Their cattle graze on native grasses like Mitchell grass, which is found only in Australia, and roam wild, foraging at will for the first two to three years of their lives. The result is Wagyu beef that reflects the terroir of northern Australia and a quality that would complement whatever you're into cooking right now. Westholm believes that when nature leads, flavor follows. Learn more at westholme.com slash savor. That's W-E-S-T-H-O-L-M-E dot com slash savor. Today's episode is brought to you by Discover Puerto Rico. We've talked in a bunch of different episodes about facets of Puerto Rican cuisine, um, like the dish mofongo, made of savory, deep-fried mashed plantains studded with some kind of tasty protein, and the creation of the cool, creamy pina colada. But there is so much more there. Um, I've actually never been. You have a tiny bit of experience, don't you? Yes. Unfortunately, it was a very tiny bit of experience. Mm -hmm. I was there for about a day. I'm kicking myself for that now. I remember having delicious rums, delicious drinks, but I want to go back because, yeah, so many episodes we do on here, when we're talking about food from Puerto Rico, I want that. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it sounds amazing. We're trying to get a savor team trip together. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're we're trying to get a trip to a lot of places, but this this is really top of the list. Even putting together this ad read made me hungry. I was like, oh, oh, I want to try those things. Yeah, as we've talked about before, there are influences there from African and Spanish and native Taino foodways. The culinary scene sounds amazing, and we want to go, and I'm hungry. No passport is required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. You can learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 
Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It feels appropriate to end it this way. It it does. It does. Uh, so Ashley wrote, I hope this email finds you guys doing well. I have three funny stories for you. First off, I want to say I love that the listener mail titles have been Star Wars themed. I have an aunt and good friend who both love Star Wars. I always think of them when I see the listener mail titles. Side note, my favorite characters have always been Chewbacca and Yoda. Now, I'll jump right into my stories. Story number one, I've played just about all the Star Wars video games growing up. For some reason, I played the games over watching the movies. I've been keeping up with the storylines even though I haven't seen too many movies. Um, when I was about eight or nine years old, I decided I wanted to watch the Star Wars movies. I took the opportunity one night when my dad was watching one of the movies and got a couple stuffed animals and ran downstairs to watch with my dad. Once I was ready to watch it, it was the scene in Return of the Jedi where Yoda dies. I was traumatized and ran to my room and was upset for days. My dad tried to make me feel better, telling me Yoda was very old when he died, but it didn't work. I ended up not watching another Star Wars movie for years. I'm now over that scene, even though I still get sad when I see it and realized I was being a little dramatic. <laughs> oh, um, no shame in it. Story number two. My favorite hockey goalie slash friend has a custom Star Wars jersey, and it's super cool. Uh, the last name is Skywalker on the back, and it has the Millennium Falcon on the front. Several years ago when I met him, I couldn't remember his name for the life of me. I asked his then-girlfriend his name three times and still couldn't remember, not sure why, so I ended up calling him Star Wars or Skywalker for most of two years. I'm not sure if he knows I called him Star Wars or Skywalker. Story number three. <laughs> I was so excited when the baby Yoda stuffed animal was released from Build-A-Bear. I was in several waiting rooms before I was finally able to get him. The final waiting room I was in was at work when I was finally able to buy him. I'd already had my morning break when I got the message, so I had to go to the bathroom and made the order there. Not sure if anyone knew what I was doing, but I thought it was a funny story. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. <laughs> oh, geez. Yes. Oh. Success. Success. <laughs> that is a very traumatic scene to be in. Like, for your first scene yeah. to watch the movies, that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, sure. no, that's a, that, that's a, and it's still a sad scene. No shame in, no shame in being no. sad when sad things happen to Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. To, to anyone, but Yoda especially. <laughs> I see. I was very suspicious of Yoda as a kid. I was like, I don't trust this guy. I think he's got some secret agenda, <laughs> which he kind of did. <laughs> he did. I mean, and to be fair, he's a shady little dude. But 
a great character. But a great character. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I will happily take Star Wars emails all the time. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Star Wars and box wine and friends and fan fiction and family. And D&D and D&D <laughs> Star Wars puns. <laughs> oh, Lauren has been subjected to some things. <laughs> and you listeners have really gotten me through this pandemic in no particular Aww. order. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Star Wars is first. <laughs> <That's> Star Wars. <laughs> I will. I think when I look back at this, I'm going to be like, wow, it's the year of Star Wars. <laughs> hey, no, do what you got to do. And, yes. and that's a, that is a great way to get through anything. Yes. And I have created about 20 Star Wars themed cocktails with Samantha's help over at Stuff Mom Never Told You, my co-host over there. Um, I was so happy when she started texting me ideas. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy to share if anybody wants recipes. Um, but I also Ooh. want your ideas, listeners, because you're all so creative. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, get in on this. Non-alcoholic is absolutely welcome, too. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yes. Okay, so so Annie, uh, would would you share some really ridiculous Star Wars pun cocktail names with us? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here are some of the names to get some ideas going, and some of them are not going to make any sense, and that's all right. Um, <laughs> the first one being Cinnamon Roll, uh, Tatooine Sunset, Bloody Raincore, Hoth oh and my Stormy, Yub Nub, Qui-Gon <laughs> Gin and Tonic, oh, or no. Gin Urso's Tonic, okay. The Holiday Special, <laughs> Jedi Mind Trick, The Outer Rim, Han Solo Cup, which is a beer, usually. Um, Sunshine Drop, My Father Before Me, Puppy Net Poncho, Death Star Pilot, The Chosen One, Cloud City, Coffee One Kenobi, The Sarlacc. Cocktail, this is. And yes, that is the name of it. Um, but also, <laughs> I know some of the cocktails at Galaxy's Edge have the same name, but these are different. These are unique creations. I believe you. Yes. Thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate your support. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I also made up rules for a Star Wars drinking game. And Lauren, you had the excellent why suggestion of alternating with water, which is so smart. Always. I I think that that is you know I because I, I I I've always struggled with drinking games because I'm like if I want to drink I'm just gonna do it. I don't like need an excuse to, and I don't need like to over drink, which I feel like right. most drinking games are aimed towards. Uh, so, but yeah, you know. No, no reason why every other drink shouldn't be water. Yes, I think that's genius. Also, I think half the fun of it is just coming up with the rules. Exactly, uh, and just yeah. being like, "Oh, drink, lols." Like, yeah, yeah, no, like that—that's the fun part. Like getting too shwasted to enjoy the media that you are making fun of. Is <laughs> yes, not the fun. No, you don't want that. But one of the rules that might surprise you is every time Han Solo points. And I'm telling you, wow. the first 20 minutes of The Empire Strikes Back will lay you out if you're not careful. Drink responsibly. He points a lot. He points a lot in those films, doesn't he? Gosh. Yeah, my friends have gotten in fights over what constitutes a point. Like how hard you have to land is like this. Oh. The thumb to the finger is that different points or it's hmm. the same point, you know. These are the questions that we must get to the <laughs> bottom of. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder, I wonder whose idea that that character tick was. I wonder if that was just what Harrison Ford brought. Um, 
or you know, yeah. If uh, <laughs> if the director of that one in particular was just like, you know what, I think Han could do more of in this one. <laughs> Point. <laughs> Oh, well, in either case, uh, you can't unsee it once you see it. Um, But thank you for letting me share my very nerdy Star Wars adventures (laughs) in this food show. (laughs) These cocktails. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally related. Totally. Totally related. Um, And thanks so much to all of you listeners. Yes. Really, for writing. Genuinely, very, very much so. Yes, it has been a, a bright spot. Um, and always, always wonderful to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Delightful. We appreciate it so much. Keep the puns coming. Yes. yes. Oh, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of my very favorite things when people are like, you missed this pun opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> No pun left behind. No, never. <laughs> and if you would like to send a missed pun or a pun that you thought of <laughs> our way, um, anything, we love hearing from you. You can email us at hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at saverpod. And we do hope to hear from you. Saver is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thanks, as always, to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Life in our modern age comes at you pretty fast, which makes our time away especially valuable. When I take time to relax, I like to get far from my everyday life, immerse myself in natural beauty, and have unique experiences. But you don't have to leave the U.S. to experience tropical rainforests and islands filled with adventure, warm culture, and national treasures. Visit Puerto Rico, an island with a vibrant spirit that will sweep you away. Because when you visit, you don't become part of the island, it becomes part of you. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. Puerto Rico, where visits end, but stories last forever. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.